0: Welcome back to Let's Get Married, the wedding and event podcast from brides who've been through it all and the founder of Mary, a day of coordination company.
1: Hey Sam. Hey Mia.
0: How's it going?
1: It is going. How are you?
0: I am good, but let's talk about where we are sitting right now.
1: So we are currently sitting in my lovely home in our living room, dining room. This is the dining room in fact.
0: It's the best and at the end of last season you were just heading into the craziness of about to
1: it was in fact very crazy (laughs) i think the entire month of may is a blur for me because so we did our own renovations here and um it was a lot i think we took on a little bit more than we (laughs) we anticipated it was
0: worth it though like this is beautiful i wish everyone could see it
1: i know it's you know, I love it. There's still some things that we want to do, but it's so homey and it's exactly what I wanted it to be. And before and after pictures look great. So
0: love it. What is your favorite piece of decor in your house?
1: Good question. I really love our basement so far. And I have to say this fireplace is probably one of my favorites. Mm. We basically put like a brick backdrop on it and we added Like a border around the fireplace and we put a mantle on and it's got all these really eclectic anthropology like mirrors and some of my wedding candles so um that's one of my favorite um spots but i like them all we've got a cool bathroom with some like green bathroom with some really cool art in there and love it yeah
0: your wedding candles remind me of we always talk about this our favorite wedding tip is only have decor at your wedding that you would have in your home.
1: Yes, exactly. And I, I mean, I have probably way too many of those candles, but, um, I definitely have them throughout the home
0: for sure. It feels like the theme and elements of your wedding in here. Like, and it just shows me that your, your wedding decor was like truly you and Joel because this is your home.
1: Yeah. I mean, anything dried flowers, anything brass, gold, ornate kind of vibes with all neutrals is kind of where I like to like to be.
0: I love it. It's so, amazing. Thank
1: you. It's cool to to be recording here.
0: I know. Yeah. I know. A lot has happened and you hosted an amazing uh, housewarming this oh, summer, but we'll get much more into all of Sam's hosting abilities at some point on the podcast. For sure.
1: We'll, we'll dive into it. But will. enough about that. Today, we are talking about everything me and Tony's wedding. We're kind of going to relive the moments and I'm gonna ask you a ton of questions and you're gonna tell everybody about your day.
0: I can't wait. It truly felt like a dream. We'll dive in a moment, dive into that in a moment. But first, Sam, what are we drinking? So
1: today we are drinking a Rosemary Spritz. So this is going to be a version of a champagne Spritz. So you're gonna get your favorite bubbles, Um, A blood orange juice, two ounces of that, and then one ounce of a rosemary honey simple syrup. So when you do simple syrup, it's just sugar, water, rosemary, and then your honey, and you just boil it till it starts bubbling, and your sugar is uh, disintegrated, and then that's your simple syrup.
0: Hmm. I like that this is the one for my wedding episode, because we all know I'm a big uh, fan of bubbles. Yes. So I I love this idea. I like the element of the blood orange. Last season, my favorite drink was that blood orange drink. Oh, the
1: blood orange boulevardier. Yes. Yeah. That's a crowd pleaser.
0: It really really was. Love it. Okay, episode two.
1: Episode two.
0: All right, let's dive in. I'm so excited, selfishly. All right,
1: Mia. So tell us how you felt the week leading up to your wedding.
0: Actually, pretty calm. Okay. So we got married in the middle of July. Um, at our college and that's where we had the cocktail hour. And then we had the reception at a country club right down the street. Um, So it was half in Westchester, New York and half in Greenwich, Connecticut. And we had really busted ourselves in April and May to do as much as we can. We made the call on our birthday at the end of March to go forth with the wedding and April and May, while simultaneously planning other weddings, we were Hitting the ground running, right. going forth, pulling the trigger on everything, and then that resulted in a, actually a pretty calm June and a very calm July. That's great. Yeah, I really did feel, I really did feel pretty calm, and I think part of that was I know how I can feel excitedly and um, kind of overwhelmingly with other people's weddings. And now it's ours. So what can I really do for myself? And this wasn't necessarily the week before the wedding, but I made sure at a relaxed time in my calendar to go home to my parents' house, spend like a couple days just like, in nature, I'm from the absolute middle of the woods, like riding my bike. Like I was like in elementary school again, just totally Zen and calm and having that moment, like just me and my parents. And like, I'm not really one of like, Oh, my life changed. I got married. We've been together for 10 years. Like we signed a paper. It is like this nice next step, but like the world didn't change, but it a little bit felt like, Oh, like me and my mom and my dad before I'm married, how am I at that place and having that. And then that set the tone for the rest of the weeks ahead of ahead of July, right. so that's I, so nice. And yeah. we
1: actually met. So you went on PTO
0: mm. the
1: Friday, yes, the Friday before your wedding week,
0: yes, right? Exactly. And
1: we met and we had lunch in Greenwich to like kind of kick off your PTO wedding week thus far. Uh. And you were so calm and like I remember like. <laughs> okay, we're going to celebrate and get, like, champagne. And it was just, it was so nice to just, like, have that moment of, like, kicking off your PTO for your oh, wedding. Meeting.
0: Totally the best. If anyone can do this, yeah. Make your like moment you are signed out of your email and Slack is tucked away and, and G is shut off and like go and get champagne and have lunch with a friend. It was so fun. I think I had just like gotten my brows done. Yeah, like I was yeah. starting all like the last minute beauty things. And it, it was just like this fun, chill moment. It also was fun because that was July 4th weekend. And like oh, right. we had fun plans together and like, who doesn't love July 4th weekend? Yes. So it was just like, I don't know, I'm smiling too much. Just that, that was like kickoff of all the celebrations over the next like 10 days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about July 4th right after that. Right. But yeah. yeah. So a we had,
0: we had a lot of fun that weekend. So. Okay.
1: So this is something that I absolutely loved that you did, but what made you decide on a lady's lunch? And why don't, I think maybe let's tell what a lady's lunch was. Yeah,
0: it feels very like Southern to me, which is so funny. Yeah, it was fun. So I never planned to have a bridal shower. Just, it was just, wasn't for me also with COVID. How could we have another day where we had everyone gather? And like, as we chatted about at the end of last episode, April was touch and go. May was even touch and go, you know, like just there, there was not a lot of will room in time to say, okay, let's book another venue. Let's bring in food. Let's have uh, Tony's grandma near like all of us, you know, and like not everyone was vaccinated at that point. It was still pretty early. So, and I also have two bridesmaids that do not live close by, right. you know, yeah. like um, Annie's in Paris and my sister was in Colorado. Right. And so I, I, knew that we were going to do a DIY element of the wedding Friday morning and that included me and my mom and my sister and you Sam and our other friend Steph and I also knew like okay after that like I want to have this moment of like thanking you guys for doing that like we're going to need to eat and Okay, then let's make that the party of like have all the other women show up. And so I always like to say that we did that lunch Friday before the wedding weekend kicked off as this like feminine energy yes. like moment. And so it was 19 of us and we had just done all the DIY florals and and it looked so amazing and everyone was so helpful and then it so it went from the five of us to the 19. So it slowly gradually like kicked off the wedding weekend with more and more. And that was also the moment that um my niece got to meet everyone. So it was fun to like ease her into this weekend of yeah. like, she's been in quarantine for the last year and a half, like the rest of us too. Like she's five years old. Like I couldn't wait for her to meet all of you and, and see Tony's family again. And so I think that was this like this really fun moment. And so we hosted that at our college as well. We're, we're super lucky, like in the castle, there's all these different like yeah. ornate rooms. So so even though many, most of our wedding was hosted at Manhattanville every single event was in a different room yeah so we got to experience that yeah so we we sat down we had a lunch everyone did a speech and like a I toast
1: they all everybody went around and said one thing as to like the most and I forget exactly what it was but it was like the what we find really valuable in you as a friend or a person or just having you in our life and it was so incredibly warming just to be a part of that and even, like, I think of, like, the morning, right? So we were doing florals for you, and it was torrential downpour in the morning. <laughs> I think you actually almost had, like, a near-death experience.
0: Yes, I almost drove into, essentially, an ocean that had formed in yes. Stamford, Connecticut. Was,
1: there was flooding, and it was everything. And, like, as soon as this ladies' lunch came about, it was, like, sunshine and beautiful. And it was just, it was, like, a perfect way to start your wedding week.
0: Totally. And I'll back up for a sec, because when I arrived with... um. 80 hydrangea stems, 20 sunflowers, hundreds of greenery um, uh, from 50 florals, which we'll talk about more. I had just had the crazy driving experience and I pulled up to the front of the castle and I backed up and there was a big tour going on. And I just kind of like felt alone in the world for like half a second. And then there's this angel in this beautiful (laughs) Kelly green dress just showed up and she said, pop your trunk, get inside. I don't want your hair to get wet. And it's Sam just whisking out of nowhere just saving me and it just you did that so many times where you didn't even know that I needed you to be there like you're playing I had told you to be there a half hour later than you were there and you were like no this is my plan I'm here to help you and I was like okay all right you know this is why you have you this is why you have these people it's like hands on deck are just like the best and
1: like I think going through it you know that like you know like if you can get like you, you want to be there, right? And you want to be you able do. to help and you want to be able to support and, you know, de-elevate stress however you can. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. It's true um okay so we talked about ladies lunch and then you also had your rehearsal at in the castle
0: as well we did so we had a ladies lunch we went back i got my makeup done we came back for rehearsal and um like i said in the last episode we had a mary coordinator her name is sarah she's amazing and so she ran the rehearsal with the enville coordinator sean who's also incredible but then i also was like i've run a million rehearsals i am stepping back as the bride this weekend but I also know exactly what I want and I enjoy doing this. And I think you and I say this a lot sometimes of like when you were hosting your party and and you're running around and it's like, Sam, I want you to like sit down and have a drink. You're like, this makes me happy to be like this. And so it was a little bit of that. Rehearsal was great. Um, And then rehearsal dinner, we walked right down the hall to the West Room in the castle. And that's actually where Tony and I had our our first kiss. And so we had a super long table. Um, We had little mini jams with everyone's name on them as their place settings. We had uh, gingham, napkins on like a plain white tablecloth. And it was one big long table of 40 of us. Tony's grandparents hosted. Um, Tony's childhood best friend made a speech. My childhood best friend made a speech. And then after we all like continued to enjoy drinks in the courtyard, the Rose Garden at Mville, Tony and I snuck away for some engagement style photos because we didn't do engagement photos. And it just felt like this amazing like settling in moment of of continuing the weekend with even more people now um with like the beautiful sunset and so again like that's another room we were in at MPL that wasn't even um wasn't even all that we had to that we were gonna get to show all of our guests to. Yeah. So yeah, that's
1: it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about morning of how did you feel? Hungry. Okay.
0: So hungry. Okay <laughs> How did no one tell me you need to eat? Oh my goodness. So I I kept saying like, I wasn't purposely restricting food at all. Like that is not what I did. But you've said this so many times before that like, you just have this energy. So you don't eat much during your wedding. And at the rehearsal dinner, I had like a, a ton of like grilled shrimp and stuff like that. But my sister and I both said we didn't have any carbs, was not on purpose. But I really like woke up more hungry than I've ever been in my life the morning of my wedding, I am texting everyone that's a mom. Cause I'm like, you have to have snacks. Like Tony's aunt, who has like two, like of the younger cousins, I'm like, aunt Erin has got to have snacks for me. And like bridesmaids, no one's responding. And I'm like anybody, I, I just need something. And I, it's still like COVID in the hotel. Sure. So they don't like have the like all of the snacks they normally would and like restaurant wasn't open yet because it's like six in the morning because I can't sleep and right. it just I was so hungry but my sister came and clutched had an orange for me finally and then we like headed off right. headed off but um and everything was like pretty calm in, until getting dressed and I get overwhelmed getting ready to go like anywhere so sure. I I was prepared and realistic of how I was gonna go but other than that, just if you if you take one thing from this podcast, pack yourself snacks. Have
1: a snack. Yeah. I, I am with you. Right. Um, that's so funny. So, like while you were getting ready, I remember it was both myself and another Mary um coordinator Olivia. Olivia, yeah, that was coming. Um, and you asked us to help coordinate your buses.
0: Yes, it was your, your one role There's before our... I wanted you to have so much fun.
1: Yes. So Obviously, I take this very seriously because, you know, (laughs) you've bestowed this responsibility on me. And have you heard this whole bus saga?
0: A little bit, but go on.
1: So we were waiting, 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 and you wanted one bus to go before the other. And it turned out that I guess a lot of people didn't end up taking the bus. Some people drove, some people did whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So we packed one bus.
0: Oh. um, And the
1: other bus really just had Liv on it because we were waiting. Are you serious? Yes. But (laughs) the funny thing is, is that the first bus, she didn't really know the route very well. Okay. And there was some construction. Mm. And the bus with just Liv was like the, you know, the um, 10-year driver who's like been there, knows all the routes and everything. So we leave like ten minutes before Liv's bus, just in case there were stragglers. And this woman gets off at like every single ramp, and he's like, "Great, we've had one responsibility, and now we're going to be late." <laughs> and we're going around here like at one point in like the Rye train station parking lot.
0: Does she have Google Maps? And like,
1: I was, I was like, and Joel's like, you "Have to calm down." Oh you have no! To calm down. But it's like this is the one rule that we had so. That's my funny antidote for the day. Oh but, my um, gosh. Yeah.
0: That honestly, I only caught the very tail end of it, but not in a bad way. Um, and our, our friend Tom was just joking about this this weekend because he said that he came up to me. I, I like vaguely vaguely remember this happening in the like bridal suite. And I um after we did photos, we did a first look, we did all of our photos. I had all the groomsmen and everyone join into the bridal suite so we could all really be together. And Tom comes up to me and he's like, looking at his phone. He goes, A lot of traffic. And Tony allegedly, I don't even remember this, grabs him and goes, Tom, not the time to say that. But I have to say that it was the moment that allowed me to go, I I I, I know enough about this that I don't want the day to start late. Right. How soon do we think they're gonna be here? It actually was on time, like our, our in a perfect world right. with no traffic in Connecticut and Westchester, which is not the world we live right. in you all would have been there 20 minutes in advance listening to my extra playlist, like all that stuff that didn't need to happen. We still had a five minute buffer. So what I did was I cut one song that people were going to sit and listen Mm -hmm. to after Tony and his groomsmen came out. And if I didn't catch wind of that happening and that there was an issue with the buses going a little later, we would have started later and that would have been less time at cocktail, less cut time at reception, like all things like that. So, um, It all really ended up great. I'm sorry you were stressed. No,
1: no, no. Not at all. (laughs) I just think it's so funny. And it honestly went along flawlessly afterwards.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Besides the bus, Mm -hmm. did anything not go to your plan that you remember?
0: Nothing that was actually bad so the the plan was we made all of the florals and were maintaining them not to a point where like i was stressed about them there was really only like one moment of like okay that one that one arrangement died we like swapped it out our coordinator showed up with extra flowers totally fine sarah's plan that we had we made together was that she was going to bring those flowers over to the reception um to just be placed on the tables like early in the afternoon she'd come back help run the show and then head back over. And it's July. It was really hot. Hydrangeas can die in an instant. And if anyone needs any hydrangea tips, I have pages and pages worth. (laughs) I know everything there is to need to know, Um, but they cannot be in the sunlight and they cannot be under a fan or air conditioning. So what Sarah did was I have enough time. I have enough room in the car that I'm driving. I am not going to bring everything until later. And there was a moment where I'm like, wait, the flowers are still here. And she's like, nope, I'm bringing them after. And she was also going to take all of our bags and bring them all back to the hotel. She's like, I have enough room in the car. I'm not leaving. And it was exactly why I always say I love our coordinators because we all have these like different subsets of our personalities where I don't even know if I as a coordinator would have made that call that Mm -hmm. she did because I like sometimes can stick to a plan and I admit it sometimes to a fault. Mm -hmm. Um, But she had this like great realization of like, I can do this. I want to be in possession of these flowers as long as I can. And thank goodness, because in the end, all the flowers like yeah. lived and looked great. And I don't know if that would have happened if she hadn't made that call. So that's something that is like, the plan went differently, but it wasn't a bad pivot. Right.
1: Right. Okay. What is your favorite moment or moments at your wedding?
0: There truly were so many. This sounds very cliche, but it, it was a dream, like an absolute dream it was
1: amazing
0: and I was just thinking because there was one time where you said before we like even made a decision I don't even know if we were engaged you said you know it was expensive but we do not regret it for a minute for sure and I agree yeah like you know if you're lucky to have help with the money stuff or be frugal in your own right like it is worth it right like
1: would we have bought a house earlier? Sure. But would <laughs> yeah. I have regretted not having a wedding? Absolutely. And yeah. you can't get that back.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'd say um the procession was one of my favorite moments. I had been planning that song for so long. We kept it from all of the Broadway lovers in the group. And like it shows in our wedding video, like my friend Kirsten is sobbing, Julianne and Allie are sobbing, like all the Broadway lovers just were so emotional by uh, listening to the song. It's the I'll cover you reprise from Rent. Very emotional. And it builds in the perfect way for a procession. And we ran it two full times in the rehearsal. And the first time the music like I sped it up too fast, like I I wasn't going in the right pace, and the sec Tony insisted we do it a second time. Usually that's like a Mia thing to do, and it and that allowed us to do it exactly how I wanted yeah. on that day. So it went great. So it 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 felt like such a dream. And I had this funny moment where I turned the corner, and my friend Kirsten, who I just mentioned, she was the only one that I even kind of saw before, just staying locked eyes on Tony the whole time, and I see her start to get up. And I'm going, why is she, why, why is everyone standing? Why is everyone standing? And then I'm going, oh my God, I'm the bride. (laughs) Yeah. And that was like the real moment of, this is your wedding right oh my god so it was a really special moment the recession was so fun at mville um you can probably see the pictures on my instagram but at mville you come out the church doors and everyone lines the chapel walkway yeah. and it's like this magical moment that kind of continues your recession out of the church um and you i just felt like a celebrity it just felt wild and, and we had an unplugged ceremony so then everyone was also able to like take pictures and video yeah. and there's like this awesome picture of tony and joel like fist bumping oh, I love that
1: picture. and it just just,
0: I, I posted this before, but it really is like the full circle moment of like weddings started our friendship yeah. and like there you guys are at ours. Yeah. It was yeah. really neat. It
1: was it was amazing. I mean, every like your vows too were like <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Like, they were <laughs> so good.
0: Um, we wanted to do personal vows. Like that that was something really important to me. And Tony at first was like nervous about it. Um and then like I wouldn't have changed it for a minute. Um, But I do have to say one last thing is that my favorite moment, I think it was the peak of my entire life was our first dance. We did a slow emotional dance and then we went into a fast dance, best of my love. And then we danced after our parents. And so we did the parent dances and then slow song, fast song. And then we had everyone join on the dance floor like 30 seconds into the fast song. And I was living my best life yeah and it was just amazing and I feel like I was joking with one of our friends saying like everyone you all like were recording like everyone has like a cute video from it and then all of a sudden all the videos stopped yes. because we invited you guys to the dance floor and you all your reactions were like slam your phones down got it get up yes. time to dance with <laughs> me and goes, Tony yeah,
1: exactly.
0: it was just I had imagined that moment so many times and it was like a bum rush to the dance it floor was it was amazing
1: amazing I have to say this is Not only because you're sitting right here, but it was one of the best weddings. I think probably the best wedding I have ever gone to. It was so well thought out to every, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything else, (laughs) but every single detail that you can imagine from, you know, when you walked into the church to when you exited, it was so thoughtful to not only yourselves and your relationship, but to your guests too. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, and I always say too, like, you know, it's a good wedding when you don't take pictures. I, think right. I took three pictures. <laughs> and, like that was it. So.
0: That's so funny. We were saying yesterday, because someone said, you know, for some reason, I'm nervous that people aren't going to have fun at my wedding. And I said, I think the key is you guys having 100%. fun because you've said that people always say, gosh, you, Sam and Joel looked like you're having so much fun. Yeah. That makes it fun for the guests. A
1: hundred percent. If people see you enjoying and living your best life, that's all they want.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Um, okay. Are there any moments that you wish you could do over?
0: Confidently, confidently, I'd say no. I think everything happened for a reason. It was perfect the way it happened. If something was changed, maybe that would have made a ripple effect of like something negative. So I'm I'm going to say no.
1: Great. Um, okay. Were you able to take moments to kind of step aside and like soak up everything with Tony.
0: Yeah. People always say, doesn't it go by so fast? And it truly, it didn't. And I'm really thinking a lot, how can I have my couples experience that too? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because even though we were disconnected from behind the scenes, we have been through wedding days so many times. So the day didn't drive us. We drove the day. And it felt very powerful. There were also many times that we were given the opportunity to take a step back and soak in the day. Uh, Tony's uncle, who started our ceremony, had this 30-second pause activity where you stop and you think about all the people who have loved you into being. And that was a 30-second pause at, at our altar where we could breathe and look at everyone. And also the way that we did this for a reason the first two speakers in our ceremony stood at a podium to the Mm -hmm. side. So I was able to turn and actually like look at the entire uh, church and like have, and like have this, have this moment looking out at everyone that I wouldn't have gotten if we looked traditionally just at the officiant the entire time. And then my mom had a moment of like, look around, this is actually happening. Um, And then even sitting at our sweetheart table, the way our reception was shaped, I couldn't stop going your best friends are right there. My best friends are right there. And there's our families. And I just kept looking at everyone, looking at us taking deep breaths and like having that moment. And you can see it in the video sometimes And I'm going, okay, look at it. Yeah, exactly.
1: What was the best decision you made?
0: The best decision we made. That's a good question. Oh yes. Okay. Doing welcome drinks. And this wasn't something financially we thought we'd be able to do, um, but some things were shifted around. It was kind of a silver lining of COVID too, where we had a little bit of extra to play with. And it was really important for me, for anyone out of town, to have something to come in Friday night so they weren't late on Saturday. It's the logistics in me, right? So, um, So we did welcome drinks at the Greenwich Hyatt in their beautiful atrium. You don't even feel like you're in Connecticut when you're in there. All the beautiful trees
1: that venue is gorgeous.
0: Right. And we just did a wedding there. We'll talk about that much more. Um, but Greenwich Hyatt is like the perfect wedding hotel. Um, so we had all these moments and I, and I got to see and greet all of these people that we'd see the next day and it really saved time. Maybe that's part of it too. Saturday didn't whisk by because I had already had special moments with lots of people. And between us on this podcast, there's, you know, there's always going to be those people at your wedding that you feel a little bit of a responsibility to invite. Sure. Use your other events leading up to get the FaceTime with them. Yeah. So then you can be on the dance floor with, with your best friends and, you know, you already, you already walked the room a little bit yeah. and having that. Um, so yeah, that was the best decision we ever did.
1: Yeah. It was, it was so nice to, as a guest should be able to come and be like, Oh, Hey, how are you doing? And catch up before the wedding. Right. The day before. Mm-hmm um okay what was the toughest part of planning
0: toughest part of planning was definitely having to limit our guest list
1: okay what was the toughest part of planning
0: the toughest part was definitely covid It was something we couldn't control and having to cut the guest list so we got married on a college campus in the state of new york which has which had and probably and i think still does has stricter rules than if it's a Regular venue, country clubs, something like that in the state of Connecticut, even. Um, so there were a lot of tough decisions we had to make. Um, and going through our guest list was laborious to do that. Um, but in the end, at least to our faces, I, I, I have hope behind closed doors. Also, I guess none of my business. People were very gracious about it. People understood. Hands were tied. I mean, people had ten person weddings six months before. It was a miracle that we could get the number that we could. Um, so that was tough to make those decisions, but it it really all worked out it, and no one was no one was like rude to us about it. It was like us in our own heads worrying. Yeah.
1: Okay. So as a planner and now as a bride, do you have any new advice for brides and couples?
0: I felt like an entire world opened up Mm -hmm. after I had been through it and kind of as I was going through it and I kept all these notes in my phone because it just is so different. I had so much experience and was very grateful for that, but it felt Like a whole different ballgame, the emotions being so closely tied to every single thing that would happen. Um, Yeah, I like, I have a note on my phone that says, This is a hell of a lot more work because there's the emotional aspect layered on. Uh, But then I also did write, Is this self inflicted? Am I doing this to myself? (laughs) Right. Um, Something else is, being prepared for one hurdle a week within the six weeks leading up to your wedding. Anything less? Oh. Great. But be prepared for one problem. Okay. And I think there there were like definitely one or two weeks in there where like absolutely nothing happened. And I was like, great. Yeah. And I think maybe mentally I like prepared myself for that.
1: That's great. Right? That's good advice. Uh,
0: write down every random thought that you have have a note app in your phone or something like that. I had one on my laptop, one on my one on my phone. I had, I think a paper one going, because I'd think of something and then my brain felt so fried that like 10 minutes later, I'd be like, I don't remember what that sure. was. And what if that was really important, right. you know? So write it all down. Um, order anything you need as soon as you think of it. Okay. Like something as small as guestbook pens. I ordered way in advance. And we were talking about supply chain issues in the last episode. I was very grateful that in the end, I wasn't like waiting for anything to arrive. Everything was organized and, and it's been and things like that. And I actually just saw a blogger say she wasted a lot of money, very close to her wedding, doing expedited shipping times. Yeah. And then like stuff would come and it wouldn't fit or something like right. that. I had all of those ducks in a row. That's great. Um, and then keeping Special excitement and like little things to yourself. You know, I, I always say it reminded me of like a lot of moments in college. You'd be excited about something, or like maybe even if it's like a new boy you're talking to. The minute you share it with someone else, doesn't it feel a little less special? Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: So there were these like little things that I I was so excited about for for different reasons. There were a couple times where I did share them with people, and they had like not the reaction I was expecting. Oh, yeah. Of like do you really think Tony's going to care about that? And I go, no, it's, it's not like they weren't getting, getting the bigger picture. So I, I started to go, I'm just going to keep this in my head right. or share with the, the type of people in my life that are like, oh my gosh, do you see that cracker on the table? I'm so right. excited about it. Like, right. and and you guys really were that. Right. So like it was just a very, very excitable friend. Keep those people around. Keep
1: them. <laughs> um, okay how do you feel now that it's happened?
0: Extremely content. I felt very much on cloud nine. They're still like watching her video. I I get transformed back to it. I feel very content and relieved that it was able to happen um, because it really felt like a dream.
1: Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) All right. Last question. Was it hard to separate being a coordinator and being a bride?
0: I had like hard talks with myself about this too. And I also like, I like to have fun. I love a dance floor. I love hanging out with people at weddings. I like being the coordinator when it's not my people there, you know, like the weddings that I do, I'm not like, Oh gosh, I wish I could just like have a drink at the bar right now. There are some dance songs that come on. I'm like, I wish I was dancing, but I wish I was dancing with all of my people. So I think that also allowed me to separate it. Um, when I was getting my hair and makeup done, I had a couple moments of like, you are the bride, not the coordinator. You are the bride, not the coordinator, but yeah. And so it it wasn't that hard. Um, because it's also like, we always say our personalities are on top of things Mm -hmm. anyways. We're not the type where it's like all of our like timelines out of our head and and we're being carried around. Like, and I think, like I said, that, that helped us. We knew what was happening next, even if I wasn't going to be the person to deliver X, Y, or Z, or pick that up or, or help package my veil up at the end of the ceremony. Um, but I, I knew what was happening next, but I, I'm being honest when I absolutely let go and that I'm not just saying this, that is because of having a day of coordinator. You cannot do it without them.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Well, reliving the day, Mia wins the Tony. Tony.
0: Thank, Thank you for letting me relive the day. It was really amazing. It
1: was. It was a fantastic day.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: All right. What's going on with Mary?
0: Okay. So I thought we could recap our May wedding. This was a very, very special day. Um, it's a wedding of our friends. And we went to college with the groom and, and we're, we're close with both of them. And they had originally had a May 2020 date. And that was the first virtual wedding I attended and they got married in their front yard and it just was super sweet, uh, but I remember clicking off of that Zoom and Tony was at work and I, of course, at that point wasn't in the room as our other friends that would be invited to the wedding and I just got off and got so sad and I said, I just want to be on a dance floor with all these people and I just want to celebrate Corey and Amanda and mind you, this is a this was a merry wedding, so right. Olivia Olivia took the lead and So we've been waiting a long time for this. So this May came around and they decided to pivot their plans from a big traditional venue and the original run of show to do something smaller in a raw space. And Amanda and her mom did the most amazing decor and setup. They got to go in um, a couple days early in this, in this barn. Yeah. It was in Connecticut Heritage Homestead, beautiful property. Um, And Liv took the lead, she set everything up. We were there a little bit early um just to just to kind of be around. Tony was in the wedding. So that was also a really like interesting element nice. of this. And when I tell you we had the best time, like we lost our minds. And it really every time we've coordinated a wedding and gone to one that's been rescheduled, it has just been extra special. And we just felt so happy for the couple that they could finally have their day. And it was so amazing being back on the dance floor for the first time after a year and a half, like so much fun. And the last thing selfishly, I think that made it so fun was that we got to pause all of our wedding planning that weekend. It was not in my head at all. And you probably know what this is like. I couldn't even take a step some days without thinking of the wedding. Oh,
1: it's all consuming.
0: Totally. Yeah. So we went, we had a couple of drinks. We ended up going to, um, their plan was to go to Foxwoods that night and continue the fun. And it just, it felt amazing. And like Tony was, Tony and Tom, our other friend, they were both groomsmen and they had the time of their lives. Like they, they peaked like being <laughs> these like amazing, loyal, like party starting friends at this wedding so it was also this really cute moment that I had of I really like you right I love you I am so excited to marry you you are so fun and funny and like we had such a good time together as a couple and we hadn't had that sure and walking away from that weekend it was like I really love you and it just kind of like recharged us in a way that I was not expecting like I was expecting to have fun I knew it was going to go logistically great because of Mary, um, but it was it was really really the best time and and I, I think Amanda kept saying like it exceeded our expectations. When we pared this down, we weren't sure how it was going to feel, um, but it, they really seemed like they were having the best time. She looked absolutely beautiful. I posted this in one of our captions, but in their first look. Corey turns around and goes, that's a beautiful dress. And she goes, thanks. I've had it for three years. (laughs) So they're really special people. And you've gotten to know them a little bit more.
1: I was even talking to her at your wedding about her wedding. And she was so like chill. She's like, I'm just happy we got to like have people together. Exactly. It was was amazing to hear her talk about her experience. Yeah.
0: Gosh, they're the best. And it's funny because technically like Corey is a married groom. And uh, Corey was one of the guys who helped lift me in the chair at the end of our oh reception. Gosh. And, and he doesn't have a great back. So he oh just like no. lunch and, you know, he kept me in the air. And so like, I just love that. That it's like Mary Groom was the one at my wedding yeah, lifting too. me up in the chair. That's so, me. all right. So that is episode two. Thank you all so much for letting me dive in and relive Uh, our July wedding. It really was a dream. And if anyone has any questions of things we did or vendors we hired, um, please, please give us a shout. We were lucky enough to steal Sam's photographer and DJ um, from her Frame Your Love Photography and DJ Dan. We are obsessed with them. I I want everyone to hire them. Um, So had to give them a shout out, but thank you so much for listening.
1: Thanks for getting married with us. Have a good one. Bye.